With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's going on, El Paso? You're listening to the Cold Zone Podcast, Season 2, with your hosts, Ed Stansberry and Jason Flores. We're talking about all the top players, teams, and coaches in the Sun City. Yeah, you think you know, but you have no idea. Don't miss out on the behind the scenes talk of who's dominating on Friday Night Lights. Download the Cold Zone Podcast on your favorite podcast application. Gia, come on. We bumping from coast to coast, yeah, yeah. We just trying to make you see. Nobody does it better. Yeah, 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 yeah. You ready? Let's go, baby. Very special guest in studio. Not yet, not yet, not yet. Okay, okay. God, Jay, that that jam brings back so many memories, dog. Speaking of a football deal, dog. Hey, 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 hey. So uh, it was, the year was 2004. Okay, the Houston Texans allocated me out to NFL Europe, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got drafted by the Berlin Thunder. Okay, I remember that. And uh, dog, we had a squad, bro. I'm talking Rohan Davy, LSU, Damn. LSU quarterback, national champion. Mm-hmm. Was our quarterback back up to Tom Brady at the time with the New England Patriots? We had a lot of guys on our team from the Patriots. Uh, but so many ballers. Uh, we lost one game out there. We won the whole thing, World Bowl championship, everything, diamond ring, all that, right? Uh-huh. But so we, we we used to run these cats out there, dog. And we went all over. You know, in season one, we had Jimmy McClain on, mm-hmm. uh, who who played with the Scottish Claymores. But there was teams in, in Cologne, in Frankfurt, in Rhine, uh shoot in uh amsterdam like all over europe bro it was like the time of my life but anyways make a long story short Mm -hmm. we would be rolling these fools and every time we would win and we were at home yeah they would play that song because in the fourth quarter that was a rap dog we put it on them you know what i'm saying dog (laughs) Hey, hey. Ha. Ha. hey. Dog, dog dancing <laughs> on the 50 yard line. Victory formation, Berlin Thunder. Ciao. <laughs> Yo, man. Hey, episode that was good. two, man. Episode two, season two. Oh, uh, man. Hey, a lot has happened in the two weeks. So we're, we're doing what? We're recording every other week for now. Yeah. Until we get closer to the season or yeah. how's that going to work, man? So starting next week, we'll start going every week. Oh, yeah. We're going to start breaking it down. We're going to start oh. breaking down our top returning players. Okay. Top quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, defenders, um, top teams in the district, man. It's going to be 
It's gonna be good. Man. Oh, that's when the, that's good. when the episodes get a little sticky. Yeah. Once we get once we get into the predictions for district, yeah. Right? Because I remember last year I got you know I got kind of clowned a little bit. You know, like you remember that shit? Nah, nah. nah like nah, you nah. remember? When I was like, hey, you don't forget, Joel Serrano finna ball out. Nah, nah, you're stupid. You're stupid. You remember that shit? Oh yeah, he balled. Yeah, he did ball. He ball. He did ball. He stands very certified. He could take that with him to the next level, man. I think he's playing soccer. He is, man. Congratulations right? to yeah, the young much man. love to uh, Joel Serrano, man. It was For a sure. pleasure watching him hey. uh, last year. But what we got, Jay? What hey, we got so on, the, on the plate today? Hey, man, this is a big day for local sports, man. We're going to get into some topics. We'll get into uh, in, into some of the NCAA ruling. Um, and I know you just, oh. uh, <laughs> I know you just concluded the uh, El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame banquet for 2020. Yes, but. Before we get into all of that stuff, we got a special guest in the house, man. Oh, yeah! Hey, everybody in the city, everybody in Marlin, Texas knows him as Coach Ruben Torres. This is we our boy. As our boy, Big Rube, man. What's RT, up, baby? Welcome to the Colder Zone, my boy. Oh, man. Hey, I can't tell you how happy I am to be here with you guys and to see you hey, guys. Man. Hey, man. I had to bring in that country for you, man. Oh, absolutely. You oh, know, yeah. You, you in the sticks, dog. You left EP and went to the sticks out in Marlin, Texas. For everybody out there listening, Marlin is just on the outskirts of Waco, right, RT? Yes, sir. And you've been out there for how long? How many months now? Shoot, man. About five. Five months. And uh, for Coach Ruben Torres, obviously Irvin, Irvin graduate, uh, graduated, uh, went, to, went to play ball, was at UTEP. Uh, got his first uh, coaching job, uh, yeah. head coaching job at a sled of high school. Completely turned yeah. uh, that program around. But we'll get into all that a little bit later. Oh, we oh, have a whole oh. segment. Gee, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I know, I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. I know you are, man. But we'll get into that a little bit later. We got a whole segment for Big Rule. That's why I got J Flow uh, uh, RT because I just be shooting from the hip, dog. I'm ready to go. Let's go. Hey, but, but let's go ahead and go back to the news. What's going on right now, man? Big day for. Local sports, right? Current events, yeah, man. Current events, man. Big signing for the big stars coming out of El Paso. Yeah, man. These two guys, they did it right, man. They had a planned uh, press conference, uh, and we're talking about uh, uh, Burgess Star, Burgess Phenom, uh, Tavoris Jones. We're talking about Andrus Superstar, uh, Jeremiah Cooper uh, made their announcements today. We're recording this. Uh, on uh, July 2nd, Friday, July 2nd, and they said, hey, we're going to be at a spot, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it was Tristan's uh, Tristan's crib, uh, Jeremiah's older brother, uh, that uh, that they made the announcement. And uh, both of them said, hey, we're going to announce who we're going to commit to. And, uh, you know, this is this is big news, huge news here in the city, right? Because these two have garnered so much attention um, over the last year and uh, obviously uh, tremendous players on the field. Uh, we've tracked both of them uh, since since they've been on varsity and both of them were playing as freshmen. Right. So we've had uh, two or three years to see what they can do. Obviously, last year with covid uh, stats and everything else was 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 messed up. But these two guys. Guys are yeah uh, just straight ballers, dude. Yeah, for sure. Both so, Stansberry certified. They are. They are. They are. And uh, hey, I'm, I miss my Stansberry certified song, man. Can you cue oh, that up real man, quick? Come on, man. You you know them hey, guys T. already. Jones, Jeremiah Cooper. Congratulations save to it, the save, young man. Save it for later, man. Nah, hey, oh, nothing okay. wrong about me bringing yeah. it up, man. Ah, I miss that song. Because I'm certified. <laughs> hey, congratulations to the young man, Tavoris Jones. He committed to Mizzou. Yes, Mizzou. Is that what it was? Wow. Hey, did you see his uh, social media when he went on his visit last week? No, I didn't see that. Oh, they that. they wind and dine him. Wow. It, it is it's no surprise. Um, after I saw what was going on, I said, man, he's going to commit to Mizzou. And sure enough. Uh, we heard the announcement a little while ago on KTSM yeah. uh, with Colin Deaver and Andy Morgan. And, yep, he's going to Mizzou, dog. Big Rue, man. Give me your thoughts on Tavoris. Well, I mean, I, I've never coached against him. Obviously, I've seen the highlights. I've seen him play live a couple times. I think he tests off the charts. Yeah. Um, but as as you know, Ed and, and Jay, and you guys have been doing this and been around it, when you get to that next level now, you know, what you were doing in high school is not good enough. Yeah. yeah. And so um, 
I was actually surprised he went to Mizzou. I was thinking he was going to probably go more, uh, you know, I was hoping he'd stay in this great state of Texas. But um, I think Mizzou is going to be a great spot for him. Yeah, for sure. Oh, he'll be able to shine. He'll be able to jump in and have an opportunity to compete to play as a freshman. Yeah, he's a straight athlete, Ed. He's a straight athlete. Let me just go down the list of a few colleges that he had some offers. You know, obviously he started off with Texas. I have Arizona State, Arizona, Penn State, Mm. Alabama. Mm. And then obviously Missouri had exactly what he was looking for. So congratulations Did to the Did you say Boris. Alabama? Alabama. Nate Saban offered him early on, dog. See, I don't bring up Nick Saban around you, dog, because every time I do, yeah, you yeah. get all kind of like butthurt about yeah, the Miami yeah. Dolphins. Well, that, that goes back to Miami Dolphins <laughs> when they brought me in and he was coaching there. And we'll yeah, get into that yeah. in another episode. Uh, but Tavoris Jones, to me, man, like when you watch him on film, uh, he can do it all, right? He can he can run. He has great vision. He has that that second gear. He's explosive. He's quick. Uh, he can catch the ball downfield. A great receiver. So I I I look at Tavoris Jones uh, picking Mizzou. Uh, that's that's going to be a school that he can dominate. Yeah, uh, for sure. And 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 really thrive. And uh, uh, I love the decision for him. And, and we wish him nothing but the best. Uh, but he still has his senior year to play. Yeah. So, you know, the good thing about this, because this is what Aaron Dumas did last year, right? He committed a little bit early uh, to the University of, of New of Mexico. New Mexico. So Tavor's got this out the way. Yeah. Now he's focused on his senior year. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. Um, I think he's going to ball out. I honestly think he's going to have the best numbers this year. Even though he has a target on his back, he's going to have the best numbers um, of his career this year. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, you know, he is, he's just, he just has that next level in him, man. And, uh, um, he should just be playing on another level, uh, when it comes to, to, to the competition, but just like last year, dog, you know, teams are going to be prepared. There's not going to be any off weeks for Tavoris Jones, for the Burgess Mustangs. Every team is want, is going to want to show up and they're going to want to show out and they're going to want to say, Hey, I tackled, I shut down Tavoris Jones. Mm-hmm. That's what he is going up against uh in his senior campaign and then jeremiah cooper uh jay uh that cooper bloodline michael cooper from coronado back in the 90s the father Mm -hmm. uh you got tristan cooper andrews high school uh a few years back went on uh received a scholarship to the university of arizona ball ball balled out at U of A uh, and uh, the younger brother, Jeremiah Cooper, man, he's been on varsity as a freshman. We Dude, saw him Let me as tell a you. sophomore. We saw him as a junior. What you got, Jay? Yeah. So he, he played free safety wide receiver. He even played a little bit of quarterback, a little bit of running back. He committed to Iowa state, Iowa state dog. What a great university. What a great fit for him. This young man as a freshman, over 300 yards receiving, three touchdowns, five interceptions as a senior, I'm mean, excuse me, as a freshman on the varsity level, dog. Hey, Iowa State, that's uh, where Seneca Wallace went, right? Yep. We played together at the, uh, with the Seahawks quarterback, uh, the Cyclones. Iowa State, Jeremiah Cooper, nice, man, going out to the Midwest. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I for really the next level. It, and Jeremiah Cooper, like, look, he reminds me, uh, for all of the football fans out there that know and followed UCLA uh, during my era, Matt Ware um, out of California, yeah. played at UCLA. He was like dynamic on both offense and defense, right? Uh, I think he was a freshman when I was a senior there. We had him taking snaps at quarterback. And you just wanted the ball in his hand. And he played defense, uh, went on and had a, a a great career in the NFL, played a long time with the Philadelphia Eagles. But that's who Jeremiah Cooper uh, reminds me of. He has the ability to play on both sides of the ball. Where do you think we'll see him at Iowa State? We'll see him on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Okay. I mean, five interceptions his freshman year. Uh, three his sophomore year, uh, his junior year. He had another three um, interceptions. He's Dude, this guy's versatile. Um, just like you mentioned, he can contribute on both sides of the ball. Special teams but as well, man. You, yeah, exactly. But this is what stands out to me is he's a winner. His freshman year, 9-3, and 6-0 and in district, 7-4, and 4-2 four, four and two in district, and 3-0 and oh last year. They ended up 5-1. and one. This young man knows how to win. 
Yeah. He wants yeah. to leave the field as a winner. Whatever it takes, he's going to do it. Yeah, and and I like that both of these guys cuz they they were garnishing all of the attention, all of the division one, all the power five schools, right? Yeah. Um, as far as, uh, uh, you know, who was recruiting him, who was offering them. And I like that they're making their commitment now before the season and get it out of the way. Different than what I did, right? You know, because I was getting the offers from all the big schools, all the power fives, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can only take five visits. The recruiting game has changed, but it hasn't changed. Right. Right. And I, I, I use the example of when I flew out to UCLA, UCLA was my first visit and I took it uh, when the football season was done. And uh, Bob Toledo was our head coach and uh, it was a big recruiting weekend. We had all the big time uh, players that they were after. And I remember at the end of the day, our last day there, it was me. Right. Number two quarterback in the country. It was Marcus Tuyasasopo. A lot of you will remember that name. Um, Coach Toledo said, look, we offer both of you, right? Mm-hmm. The first one to commit, that's who we're taking. And so th- that that's the stuff that's happening behind the scenes that everybody else doesn't realize. And um, a lot of them, like the recruiting process is a beautiful process, right? But there's a lot of pressure on on these kids right these guys are 17 18 years old a lot of them going on these visits i went to every one of my visits by myself i didn't my parents could have couldn't afford to fly out to these visits with me right to notre dame to la uh to miami to texas all these different places so i'm there and and these coaches man put that pressure on you uh so for these guys to get over that to make that commitment now before their senior season, they can relax, they can play ball. Um, kudos to them uh, for getting it done, man. But uh, I'm, I'm just happy and I'm looking forward to to their senior season to put that exclamation point uh, on their se- on their high school careers. Big Rube, give me your thoughts on Cooper. Well, I think both of you guys hit it. You know, Ed, Ed used the word dynamic, and he is absolutely dynamic. Yeah. Um, you know, playing against or coaching against him, one of the things that's there's two things that stood out to me besides the obvious. One is, you know, he he picked off a ball and went from the middle of the field all the way to the sideline and got it. Mm. And then we ran a dig route on a mesh play and he drove downhill on it. And I mean, he's physical. He's very physical and he's only going to grow and get better. And I'm excited about Iowa State because Iowa State has a big buzz about them. Their coaching staff's doing a great job. They're doing some very innovative things on defense. And I think that's huge for him. I think he's got NFL written all over him. So Tavoris Jones, Jeremiah Cooper, two of the biggest recruits, the biggest recruits here in El Paso. And RT, tell me, because you've had some guys on your teams while you were here in El Paso <laughs> that were off the charts. And I know, I already know, I know the answer hold, to hold this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We will talk about that in a few minutes. Oh. <laughs> save, save that question. Save that question. I'm just thrilled and excited because my boy is in the building, man. Yeah. We got big room, man. Hey, I'm kind of salty right here. You throwing some hate on my game right now. I'm flowing. Freestyle nah. the Samoan is flowing. Let him go. Let him be. Let him fly. Listen, man, we are happy uh, that big room is in the house, man. We're proud of you, brother. We love you. No um, doubt, no doubt keep about doing it. Doing what you're doing, you know what I'm saying. You don't forget where you come from. Meaning, hey, you're gonna face some adversity, man. You go out there and get it done, man. We're very, very proud of you, bro. Absolutely, man. And I and I'm excited to be here. To be, it's been a while since Hell I've been back. Yeah, yeah. It's um, colder zone time, baby. Hey, oh, oh, oh. I could be a country singer. I'll tell you that you right now. Hey, so let's get into, uh, so let me see what we got here. So we talked about a big day. Oh, you know what? We haven't touched it. Yeah. And I know you've been wanting to talk about this, E. What? That new ruling by the NCAA. Oh, my gosh. I think I got a year <laughs> eligibility left. Dog. I saw that shit coming a mile away. <laughs> Hell no. No, yes. Big news this week uh, out of the NCAA. And uh, uh, this is from Dan Murphy, ESPN staff writer. The doors to a new era of college sports officially open Thursday for the first time all 
NCAA athletes are now able to make money from a wide variety of business ventures without losing their eligibility. A mixture of state laws and NCAA rule changes have removed prohibitions that prevented athletes from selling the rights to their names, images, and likeness. Transformative shift comes after more than a decade of legal, political, and public pressure to give athletes access to a bigger piece of the billions of dollars generated by college sports each year, dog. And give hey, those kids their money, dog. Golly. So God. can I talk about all Damn. the hundred dollar handshakes I got back in the day whoa, now? Is whoa, it legal? Whoa. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Statue of limitations has passed, <laughs> brother. But if you <laughs> if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, man. I'm telling you right now, dog. I seen a lot of stuff going on and I'm so happy uh, for the athletes, and this goes all the way back to uh, O'Bannon at UCLA uh, from my one of my former teammates, Ramoki Huma, who spearheaded the campaign uh, to give athletes more rights, uh, medical, um, financially. Dog, like I was living in Los Angeles, getting seven hundred and twenty dollars a month in That's a scholarship it? check, dog. Right. That's it? And yes, yes, yes. I understand. Yes, I was getting a, a, a prestigious education from one of the one of the top schools uh, in the United States. But dog, uh, <laughs> them professors weren't buying clothes for me. Mm-mm. They weren't paying for our parking passes. Uh, Three hundred dollars every quarter at UCLA. Like money was tight. Dog, you know, growing up in the Northeast, all of us, bro, yeah. DRT, Jay, like we we struggle, man. Yeah. And so for for these kids now as student athletes to be able to sell and brand uh, hoodies or jerseys, different things like that more. I'm so happy uh, this happened. And a lot of people are saying, well, the big schools like I've, I've had these conversations this this week is like, hey, come to come to University of Alabama. Our our athletes average fifty thousand dollars in endorsements every year. That's how the recruiting game is going to change right but then you look at schools like utep here in el paso we have some big businesses uh, I, I look at oscar leaser hyundai of el paso what's to stop him from 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 going to reaching out to Dion hankins and saying hey let's do a commercial uh for for some cars for 10 grand dog you know where do i sign where do i sign but it's it's been a trip on social media because you see all these big players uh dj uguliadala at uh, clemson uh the the oklahoma quarterback they've already signed with agents they're gonna help them promote and market them uh Hats off, hats off for the NCAA finally coming with the times. And these athletes, you look at a school uh, like UCLA where I went, Jay, uh, 100,000 people in the Rose Bowl filled up millions and millions of dollars, right? And if my jersey's in the student store, I should be making some money off of that. You damn right, right? And you damn right. So, uh, you know, congratulations uh, uh, to all the kids, man. And shoot, you know, if y'all need some help, hey, hit a brother up, man. I'll give you all <laughs> hey, the advice. I, all I got to say is give Reggie Bush <laughs> back his Heisman, dog. Yeah, yeah, it's time. Are you kidding me? It's time. It's time. Best college football player mm. in my era. You know what school is going to make a resurgence? Hmm. SMU. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, that's where my youngest brother Don uh, went to school. Obviously, the only is it they are the only school that that has received the death penalty. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the the program hasn't hasn't been the same. Uh, They've had some good years uh, recently. But uh, dog back in them Eric Dickerson days, these guys were making more at SMU than when they were getting drafted into the NFL. Well, think about it, dog. The state of Texas? Oh, yeah. You got that. Well, especially especially like SMU. Are you kidding me? I, re- I remember my brother calling me and be like, yeah, I'm going to a Mavericks game. I was like, who are you going with? Uh, it's like the daughter of the uh, owners of Johnson & Johnson. I was like, oh, come on, man. So, yeah, her name is Stacy Johnson. Like, oh, like, damn. <laughs> Big Rue, give me your thoughts on, the, uh, on that ruling. I think it's about time. Yeah, hell yeah. I think that, you know, 
and you guys know this, and especially you, Ed, that as athletes, regardless of the level, even in the professional ranks, you're used. Yeah. And you see it. And so they, they do deserve to get paid. And, and with all the money that the university's making off of them anyway, yeah. it's about time. So I'm, I'm extremely excited about that. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you got guys coming from the Northeast and similar cities and, or areas of town like, like you did. You need that money. Yeah. And you deserve it. Hell yeah. It's just to put gas in. Shit. Right. You know what I mean? Shit. But let um, me get that 39 cent hamburger. Now now does this trickle down into into high school? God, I hope not, because I don't have enough money to pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we'll get into we'll get into all that a little bit later, man. Yeah, hey, but, but that uh, is nuts, man. It is about time, and I'm glad that that ruling uh, did come through and everything's good. Yeah, let um, hold up. Let us know your thoughts. Hit us up on social media. East Stansbury, J Flores, 9526. Let us know what you think of the new NCAA rule change and if uh, if you like it or you don't because you know there's a lot of people out there that don't like it, man. Yeah, for sure. Hey, I just wanted to give... Uh Kudos to uh, you, Ed, and your team for the El Paso uh, Athletic Hall of Fame. You guys concluded your 2020 induct. Uh, what was it? The the uh, 65th uh, annual uh, 65th uh, induction banquet for for the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame. Yes, man, and and we got it done. It was a beautiful. A beautiful event, man. We had it uh, this past Wednesday. Uh, the 2020 class. They have been in limbo for over a year, and. Um, you know, there was conversations throughout that time, like, let's get a virtual ceremony going. Let's, let's do something for them. And I said, hell no, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, I am not going to do that dog. Cause when I stood up at that podium, when I was inducted in 2015, and when I was able to look out in the audience and address my coaches, uh, address my parents, uh, address my teammates, address you, Jay, as yes. my best boy, yes. like, I wanted to give that same opportunity to the 2020 class and we finally did it. And, uh, it was, it was a tremendous, uh, ceremony. I was so proud of my son, West. Uh, he, he led us in, uh, the pledge of allegiance, uh, to open up the banquet, man. It was a beautiful night. Uh, it's done. Uh, we have one more banquet, uh, honoring the 2021 class, August 25th. We talked about it last episode, Buy your tickets. I, hey, Jay, you know what? I'm going to do something. So, you know, I got my president's table. I have 10 seats. Okay. I want to give two seats away to our loyal Coldest Zone uh, listeners. All right? So you're going to call them, like, certified seats is what you're calling them? Yeah, 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 yeah. I okay. like that. I like that. Stansbury certified seats. Sit with me. My family. Jay, you coming, right? Yeah. RT, you're invited, but I know you're going to be back in Marlin. Getting ready for the season. But I'm going to save two seats at the president's table. Come and enjoy the night with me at the 66th induction banquet for the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame. Uh, We got to figure out the rules. Uh, Do they retweet us or do they share or make a post on social media? How are we going to do that? We'll get something out tonight. All right. We'll get something out tonight. All right. So stay tuned for that. But two seats. uh, I I, want to do that, man. So uh, we can meet some of our loyal uh, listeners out there uh, in uh, for the coldest zone. But uh, yeah, Jay, that's that's a wrap uh, for for El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame. And uh, you know, congratulations again uh, to the 2020 class. Uh, Rocky Coppinger, Ernie Batista, Monica Townsend, uh, Coach Tony Grijalva, Coach Milton Henry, Salvador Gory Guerrero in the posthumous category, and then Dr. Robert Hemphill, uh, our official. For sure, man. Well, hey, that's going to conclude our first half of the show. That's it? That yeah. was the opening? That's or are we done? Baby. Oh, we got some more. We got some more. When are we you going to let me talk to RT when we come back? Or what's hey, going on with we that? We got a whole segment from my dog, RT. Hey, 11,300 hey, downloads. Hey, hey, El Paso, hey. let's go, baby. Let's go.
Hey, hey. God, I get so hyped to that song every time, dog. Every time. Mmm, y'all. Dog, we have a special guest in the house, man. Now, can we finally talk to RT, man? Are you gonna, <laughs> you gonna shut me down again? God, listen. I wanted to go ahead and dedicate a whole hey, segment to uh, RT is somebody that, dog, we've known for years. We grew up together. Yeah. Right? RT, I remember I was walking home from Canyon Hills back in middle school, dog. Uh, going through Devil's Triangle and doing all the damn thing. But, hey, this is my brother. Uh, we've talked about him all through season one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, so I give myself credit for discovering that RT was going to be the coach that he has become today. Right. Because when I was at Irvin High School, and for those of you that don't know, and Jay, let me just remind you. Okay. Uh, number two quarterback in the country. Uh, all fuck. right. And <laughs> a five star. I, I think I have. Time. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five stars. Okay. All American, everything else. This is the kind of <laughs> shit I've been doing for 22 episodes. You know I'm just talking shit. <laughs> I, I'm just talking shit. But no, uh, no. See, on a serious note, when I was at Irvin, RT, Ruben Torres was my. Uh, backup right and even back then when I would come off the field Cliff Olander was offensive coordinator obviously Tony Shaw was our head coach when I would come off the field RT would break down everything that I wasn't seeing he was a part of those five stars. Yeah, for sure. Like he just was like his his ability to read and recognize what other teams were doing, how they were trying to shut me down. He encompassed that and share that with me. And I always knew this this dude is going to be a coach. He's going to be a head coach, a very successful head coach. And he has done that, man. And he's back in town. Uh, he's v- here visiting El Paso. He is part of, is it a trend, right? Is it a trend? Because JP left El Paso and he's out in RT. Where is he at? He's in a name and forest name and forest dog. Right. And he's turned that program around. Yeah. Right. District champions this year. Yep. Yeah. And so RT offensive coordinator at Franklin high school in 2019 accepts the head job at Marlin high school just outside of Waco and bro, you have hit the ground running bro, out there. Bro, 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 Before we get into what Big Roop's got to say. There you go. Cut me off again, bro. What's up let with me, that? Let me tell you. So you did your spill with Big Roop. Okay. You don't know what me and Big Roop have gone through mm-hmm. for about the last 20, 25 years, Big Roop. I'm rolling listen, my eyes listen. right now. God. Okay. Big, say what okay. you want to say, so Jay Flo. This goes all the way back mm. to college, NCAA college in PlayStation, right? Oh, I was very Rube, good at that. No, you weren't. Big Rube <laughs> and I would be the last two standing. Mm. I feel like I had just skill in the game, but this dude always had the idea of what defense, what offense to literally beat you at. That's when, truly, this is honest, dog. That's when I knew that this dude is different. He sees and understands this game completely different than anybody else that I've ever played against or even talked with football. You know I, what I'm saying? I ain't going to lie, dog. When I was doing nine overtime, when Coach, uh, when RT was at Isleta, I said, this dude is playing NCAA right now, man. He's going on it <laughs> on, on, four, on fourth and 15. And this yes. dude is going yes. for yes. I said, he played NCAA out there, but he's just dog. gifted, dog. He, he, uh, li- listen, Big Rube not only was my NCAA, um, you know, me and him would come down to it. I'd beat him. He beat me. He beat me most of the time. But this was also, remember, going back to high school, my junior year, me and this dude shared the same seed bag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We sat on the bench. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I remember that. And Jamie. I remember, yeah. you know, Big Rube was like, 
Jay, yeah, I think you were no, you, you were nobody. Shut your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Big Rumors like, hey Jay, I think they're calling you in. He said, let me have that bag. And that from that point, it was like that was my dude. Like we we stuck together. And I remember Big Rube always having an answer for Coach Olander for you. Yeah, on the sidelines. Yeah. like I remember that, and I'm like. Damn, this dude knows exactly what he's talking about. You nothing, nothing but mad love, mad respect yeah, for Archie. For sure, man. And I can finally get in to his uh, resume, man. Get uh, took, at it. Took the sledded job, uh, head coach, and completely turned that program around. Leaves the sledder, gets the El Dorado job, dominating Sedarius Barfield, Tyquez. What's Tyquez's last name? Hampton. Tanquez Hampton. University of Utah. Yes. Um, and yo, like, yo, just balling, man. And and you've had your ups and downs, just like all of us had, RT. You were offensive coordinator at Franklin uh after you were at El Dorado. And then, bro, you took a leap of faith, right? So talk us through, talk us through what it was like. Uh, applying for a job out of El Paso. And how was that process? How did that all work out for you, RT? Well, I think the first thing is that I knew, you know, you talked about the ups and downs and, and, you know, everybody pretty much knows what that was. But I I needed to get out. And to be honest with you, uh, once some things cleared up, my kids got a little bit older, um, it was either I was going to go work for Coach Perales at Naaman Forest mm-hmm. or get this Marlin job. Uh. And, um, so I was going to leave either way. And, um, you know, you just want to find out how good you are. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we all have a chip on our shoulder about right. the, the shit that gets talked about El Paso. Right. And you look at what JP's done out there very quickly. And I, and I was so lucky and blessed as I was going down to Marlin. I stopped in Dallas to watch his district championship game. Dang, that's tight. And uh, so being there on the sideline and, 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 of course, seeing him do his thing. But the coaching in El Paso is so underrated. Yeah. And, and I think now that you're seeing what he's done, it, it's totally, totally changed and opened up a lot of eyes. And now we're a little bit more of a threat. Yeah, dog. Like, yo, give El Paso our respect, right? Like, what two better examples from El Paso to go off into East Texas within JP and, and Ruben Torres, right? Jesse Perales and Ruben Torres. Like you guys are going to do that. You're going into your first season at Marlin High School, but in the Marlin District, there's some ties to El Paso. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, without a doubt. So Dr. Henson uh, had a short stint here at Parkland and really revolutionized Parkland. Mm. Got, got that. Fl- the he park. changed that into the park. Yeah, he changed that. Dog, into the that park. was Jay. That was our favorite spot to it, go. Absolutely. When Dr. Henson was here, yes. oh, he was all the way live. Yes, he was leading the team onto the field. The energy that he brings, like I it, didn't know. Remember, we didn't know who he was at first. Yeah, because he came out like he was part of the football team. Right, right. We thought he was like, oh, maybe <laughs> yeah. he's. Or special teams coach yeah, or something. Right. No, that's the principle. That's the principle. Nothing but love. Absolutely. Nothing but love, man. I ran into him at the airport uh, when I was flying out to Cali uh, the other day, man. And, uh, you know, he still comes back to El Paso, RT. Yo, I'm going to put it in. You guys are, you guys got a bye week in October, and we're going to try to get you on to 9-O-T and just talk about that. But one thing that is, like, just burning inside of me right because and i have these conversations with your younger brother matt who has been out of coaching outside of uh, el paso for many years now he's in houston and and the things i talked to him about but when you got to marlin high school and marlin's a two-way school right yeah outside of waco yes okay what is what stands out most between that football team and any other football team here in El Paso? Well, you know, I think here's the deal. So you go to Marlin, and it reminds me a lot of Isleta as far as, you know, that's why there's a job opening there, right? Like okay. They're, they're struggling. and But the talent's there. The biggest difference between El Paso and out there, and people will tell you it's speed, it's, it's color, all those things, and they're they're one hundred percent right. 
Okay. The biggest difference is the adults. Mm. From your superintendents, principals, town leaders, mayors, board members, they get it. There's an investment, and they're not afraid to say, listen, this is Texas, this is football, this is athletics. We need a win there. Mm. And, and of course, you know, you're in the business of education, and, and we're, we are going to educate kids. And, and Marlon, I'll tell you what's most impressive about Dr. Henson. You know, the other day, you know, Texas has got the, you know, Matthew McConaughey, the minister of culture. And I call, yeah. I call him the pastor of culture. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. And so we just, uh, <laughs> we just gave him that name last week. But he went into a school district that was struggling. You know, it's one horse town. They were struggling just like Bowie was a couple years ago. Mm. They're about, the state was about to take over. Wow. And so he jumped in there, took a leap of faith. And believed in himself, and that that's infectious. But when you look at it across the board, it's the adults. It's the adults. The adults want to win, and they yeah. want to see their kids win. And they don't take no for an answer. Yeah, there is no uh, sympathy. There is no justification for being mediocre or average. Wow, and that's big. There's a difference between wanting to win and expecting to win. So is it a different Absolutely. vibe? Is it a different vibe than here in, in the Sun City? Like, what, like, kind of hit you face on? Like, oh, shit, I, I ain't in El Paso anymore. Well, I think the first thing is you're going out there as a Mexican. Yeah. And, and let, let's be real. There's not a lot of Mexicans out there. In fact, they don't even use the word Mexican. They use Hispanic. And, uh, and you know, so... You know, I grew up with you guys in the Northeast, and we know that's the melting pot of culture. Right. Still is to this day. So you go out there, and you got that against you, and you got to win them over. Um, and, and, you know, I, we did that relatively quickly, or I, or I did that relatively quickly. But the, there is just bottom line, like, you're there to win, mm. and that's all they want. Yeah. Um, you're here in El Paso. People will give you the excuses why you're losing. And so it, it, you, you look at it across the board, right? You, you talk about Jesse Perales. Nobody put more pressure on themselves to win than him. Yeah, no doubt. Um, no doubt. You know, they rolled out the red carpet for him. He earned that. He was going to win year in and year out. And when he left, you know, us being back here in El Paso, as he left, you see how quickly people turn. Mm. And, um, but, you know, he, he's a great example of he put pressure on himself to win. And you think about things he's done. Taking Ditton Ryan down to the wire, Abilene Cooper, uh, when he had Steven Montes, uh, yeah, you know, going to that playoff game against Alito and watching them just duke it out with the state champion. So you you weren't surprised at all when he went out there, and and, and what he's done, but in El Paso, unfortunately, there's just a lot of excuses, mm. and so you look across the board, and I think El Paso's got better culture and better coaching than anywhere in the state. Um, and that's no disrespect to the guys out there, but we have to coach our ass off here. Yeah. And you got to learn how to coach here. And, and I would tell anybody come to El Paso for five years and learn how to coach and then go out. And that's why, you know, there's no fear of what we're going to do in Marlin or what coach Perales is doing out there at name and force. There, there's zero fear because dog like that hits me on, on a level that I understand dog, because and this is something that I carried with me was like, I'm, I'm just as good, if not better than anybody in the state of Texas, not just Texas in this nation. And I felt through my freshman, sophomore, junior and senior year at Irvin, as soon as we played a team that was outside of El Paso County, the kids on the team got scared, dog. It was like, okay, we're playing Odessa Permian or, hey, oh, we're playing Abilene Cooper. And I could feel that fear within the team. Like, no, our coaches are just as good as all the coaches around the state of Texas. Our players are just as gifted. We're just as smart. Uh, we're, we work just as hard as those guys in the Metroplex and other, everywhere else. But I, I really think that the difference between here and there is 
is the mindset, man, is the mindset. And and when they go up against now, now I'll, I'll, I'll give El Paso this, man. And I've seen it firsthand. We've broke that barrier down. RT, you were part of that beating those Midland League teams when you were at El Dorado, right? Like it was, it was like back in our day, back in the nineties, if we beat Odessa Permian, we beat Midland League. Jay, that, that coach that, got fired. No, that was damn. That was it. That was like, Texas State Championship yeah, for That us. was like coaching suicide. You yeah, lose to an sure. El Paso team. It's not like that so anymore. So then how do you change that? How do you change that mentality here in the city of El Paso? Big Rube, you talked about it. It starts with the administrators. It starts with we have no other choice, right? This is this is the way we're going to go about things. Right. It's the adults. And it's the decision makers. And our community, the El Paso community, the parents, they've got to start standing up and saying, no, you know what? This is important. And it's not okay to lose in the first round. Yeah. It's not okay yeah. to, to have a good showing. No, go out there and win. Right. And they got to put pressure on the coaches because I think we're starting to see now where you do have some coaches that are okay with throwing their hands up and saying, well, I did the best job I could. No, yeah, like, oh, enough. that was Euless Trinity. Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, they're, yeah they were yeah, No, no, hell no. Hell no. Hell no. no. And, and, so, and you guys know there's a difference. You see it. And we're not going to call anybody out, but you see it there on Friday nights. Who's coaching their ass off? Who's got it? And you also know who just got a job and they're out there happy to wear that title of head coach. And Without a doubt. Without Damn. a doubt. Hey, really quick, just talking about all this, uh, something popped up in my head, Jay. Our senior year, we mm-hmm. played Abilene Cooper, uh, Dominic Rhodes, and all these all these big-time players, right, yeah. on that team. Did you know they made it to the state finals and lost to Drew Brees and Austin-Westlake? Yeah. I didn't know that. You didn't, What do you mean you didn't know that? I didn't know that. As soon as we, we lost— We played the best—yeah, we played the second-best team in the state of Texas. As soon as we lost, I flipped the switch, and I was talking about college. All right, man. So you, maybe, you had, time to, maybe <laughs> yeah. you had time to dwell uh, on all that. But anyway. I, I just realized that reading something on, uh, on Drew Brees okay. the other day. But uh, that is, is yeah. crazy, uh, RT. And, uh, you know, being out there, man, I know you're going to do great, man. Talk about some of the players. Talk about some of the kids— that you got so a two-way school enrollment is what like equivalent to clint or are we talking like cathedral like what what are your enrollment numbers look at uh at, at marlin high school yeah i don't know what cathedral's enrollment is but we're just under 300 kids in our high school mm. so you so got a graduating hell? class of like 40 or 50 we're hoping 50 but yeah wow. i think this year we graduated uh you're in district 2a right correct oh my god Dang, that's crazy. So, okay, 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 okay. So then how would you compare yourself? So let's say if you brought your team to El Paso, mm. what are your chances of like beating like like a Riverside, like a Clint? So Because Clint is bringing it. Right. District right. 4A champs, right? Mm-hmm. For the last few years, this mm-hmm. is a powerhouse. Roosevelt Martinez is doing a damn thing. You know thing. what I'm saying? How does Marlin match up with the Clint Lions? Well, we are going to try to schedule an El Paso team. What? Oh, you hear it here first. What? Cold is on episode two, <laughs> season two. That so. would yeah, that would be awesome, man. I, I that would be great, man. So, and, and you know, obviously, we talked about Doctor Henson, and and he's one hundred percent behind it. You know, we haven't played a game yet, but if I look at it, and, and you guys obviously know how I am, like, hey, it could be a 3A, 4A, 6A team here. We'll come out here and play. Oh, uh, you know, we're never backing down from anybody. But athletically, you know, right now, even there at Marlin, I think that, you know, we have two power five guys. Wow. We, we have a defensive tackle named uh, Jare Bledsoe, who's got... Somewhere around thirty-five plus offers. And, and it's, <laughs> oh wow! You know, it, it's a it, he's got the big time boys. You yeah, know, Alabama, Clemson, Texas, A and M, Baylor. Wow, list goes on. Outside linebacker, wide receiver, Darian Gallette will be a junior. Uh, he just got a Baylor offer, an A and M offer, a uh, Texas offer, and we're expecting TCU to jump in. And then we got a couple of bubble guys, six-five tight end that's that's coming up on the scene. Mm. Um. Mm. We've got a guy that's very dynamic. You know, he's he's a little, you know, God, I, he's going to be the fun one because we're going to be able to do so many things with him. But he was four tough player of the, of the week last year. 
made it to the state track meet in the hundred as a part of our relay Ooh, team. We got that so, burners. So, well, yeah. you could you could have led with that uh, RT, <laughs> yeah. like did you know? Because like El Paso's known, and Jay, we've talked about it before. Like we'll have three, four, maybe five guys go D one, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're lucky to go five guys D one, and. You look at a team, and the, and these are the conversations that I had with Matt at his high school in Houston. He's like, I got 12 guys that go D1 every year. Dang. And so um, it's the ability. It's the size, right? right. It's the speed. It's, it's all those intangibles that a lot of these kids have that they're blessed with genetically, that they've worked for, uh, that they train for to have. And at the end of the day, they have more eyeballs on them. Right. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I mean, you just go to the Metroplex. It's one stop shop. You go to Houston. One stop shop. I mean, even though we're in a two A school, we're right off of Highway Six. We're right between Baylor and Texas A and M. Yeah. Mm. And we're right off Highway Six. Gig them. So Gig them. If, there, if there's a college coach <laughs> driving different. that road, he's stopping at Marlin. Yeah. And and I will say this, Marlin has got the greatest concentration of talent. Wow. That, that I've ever seen. And, and and we lose kids, you know, and that's one of the biggest pushes we're making is to keep our kids. But, you know, you go to, a, you, like you said, a two-way school, and right now we've got two power five guys. And when it's all said and done, we're going to have six or seven Division one guys. Damn. Wow. wow. From a two-way two school. school. One little two-way 300 school. kids at the school. Correct. And about, what, 40, 50 on the roster? If that. If that no, I mean we're we're shooting for thirty five. So so who are who are the some of the schools in 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 your district? Like throw some names out there just just for uh, shits and giggles. Italy, okay. So, so Italy's a little bit north, uh, kind of going towards Dallas. Uh, we have Kearns. Um, do you have games like like uh, so in East Texas? Do you have games where you got to stay the night, or are they all like same day travel? It's same day travel. I okay, mean, we're gonna drive our, our week two game. We got to go to San Antonio and play. Oh, okay. Um, but you know, you're sitting there in Central Texas, right? So we're it's easy. We're two hours from Dallas. It's like driving to Van Horn. Mm. It, you know, yeah. There's no like five six hour drives out there. No. no. Yeah. Yeah, that's man. crazy, man. Yo, like so much love to you, RT, from for for making that jump, man. But uh, I know, like to to have this on on your resume, to go out there and do what you're about to do, man. And 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 I look at you to follow the same lead as JP Jesse Perales, um, out there at Name and Force, man. And uh, Mike Deal made that same leap of faith, uh, going uh, with Jesse out there, man. And and I suspect a more good coach here in El Paso to do the same man because we do we do have the good coaches man you look at all the all the head coaches here these guys that have excelled year year in and year out man and and RT man I know uh you're wearing El Paso on your sleeve and doing the damn thing and representing us uh us out there uh we got nothing uh but love for you we thank you for joining us uh, here for the coldest zone uh, before we get going, Jay. Yo, before we go, man, every time we uh, get- because RT can help us with this next little thing that I want to do, because in episode one, we talked about it, man. Like, yo, like there's a lot of cats out there. There's a lot of players that we just haven't had the opportunity to see to look at and a lot of these and, and so we told him hit us up on social media dm us send us your huddle account and yo we got flooded with requests <laughs> yo here's my huddle account check me out i'm doing this i'm doing that and i just want to give a little bit of love uh to them jay sean salazar uh del Valle high school offense alignment he's going to be a senior this year big boy a lot of these guys were all online man we got to figure out a way jay uh in the next couple of weeks how are we going to give some love to the offensive line and defensive linemen? We'll figure um, something out, you, man. You think about that. Yeah. But Sean Salazar sent us his huddle account. Uh, solid uh, guy. Uh, obviously leading the way for uh, Joel Serrano last year and uh, uh, going into a senior campaign. We're going to certainly keep an eye on him. Uh, Ian Ben, offensive lineman. RT, you know this guy. Uh, Franklin High School, uh, class of 2022. I had a chance to, to break down his huddle account 
and everything that I saw looked great, right? But my advice to him, and and let me know if I'm if, if I'm on the, I'm going on the right line here, RT, is he he makes his blocks, he gets into his blocks, but I want to see him finish, right? I want to see him devastating guys. I want to see him taking guys to the ground that's what's going to make him stand out right yes he's getting the job done but how are you going to get attention from a guy a recruiter a college that pulls up your huddle account you want to be devastating you don't want to just be average you don't want to just be good you want to be great and you want to deliver those devastating blows so finish those blocks uh this year ben anything uh that uh that you remember from from ben uh ian ben uh, last year when you were at franklin rt no i think you hit it on the head you know but that's another thing that we talk about is when you're that big here and you're going against Guys that aren't as big, it, it's so easy to get complacent. Yeah. And that's one thing that I know Coach Walker preaches constantly to his offensive line is finish, finish, finish. finish. And you yeah. think about those great old lines they had with Elmendorf and Hawks and, and all these kids. They, they were finishers. Yeah. And you saw it. And, yeah. and, and, you're, and you're absolutely right. When you're a college coach or just a, a guy that knows football and you're watching old line play, you got to be nasty. Bro, like this like goes their ass. Yeah, this goes for all of these kids out there because Jay, we get so many links to Huddle's accounts, right? Yep. yep. And so like I I see us in the in the same light as a college recruiter, right? Uh okay, yes. All right. Let me let me pull up your Huddle account. Like, if you don't catch my attention in the first two or three plays, I'm on to the next guy. Absolutely. Right? So make sure, fellas, you're putting together some good highlights. Catch the attention of these recruiters in the first play, in the second play. Give me a reason to keep watching. And if you don't have the plays to back it up, well, you got to take care of business on the field. And let me tell you a player that has done all that that you talked about. Okay. Tyrone McDuffie. Yes. Our young dog. This is a young man that we've been following for a few years now. Dog, I I you remember I remember Tyrone when he was the ball boy right? for Parkland. He yes. was still in middle school. And I was like, who's that? He bigger than all the offensive linemen, man. Yeah. Yeah. At, at, at Parkland. And uh, you know, we saw him his freshman year. Uh obviously like intrigued us, right? As a player. Yeah. Uh as a sophomore, he was dominating. As a junior, uh, you know, he I, I suspect he's he, all the offers are starting to roll in. Everybody's starting to say, hey, Tyrone McDuffie is going to be the next big uh, recruit out of El Paso. Jay, we've been saying this for two years now already. Yeah, right? for sure. He's and, got he's got some offers from uh, UNM. Yeah. UTEP. UTEP. Hey, let's go. He he has it all. Let's he go. has it all. And he needs to continue. And I and I, I'm messaging him all the time, telling him, like, do not settle. Do not be satisfied with your play now you need to be dominating you need to be measured on a national scale not just el paso not just texas on a national scale and he's doing everything the right way man Six four two eighty. yeah yeah he'll be good yeah, he'll be all right go. and yeah. still growing <laughs> uh and then jay uh, uh, another one that i want i wanted to, to talk about uh for out of burgess high school and and this dude like hey he's a self-promoter he's been on us for two years like yo check me out here i am check out my film streets streets oh, sean street yeah. sean street out of uh burgess high school he's going into a senior year uh he district new criminal of the year you name it right outside linebacker outside linebacker defensive end Right. He's up in a two point stance and bro, nobody can block him off the edge. Yeah. He reminds me of the outside backer. Big group. What's the outside backer from the Packers with the long hair? Oh, Matthews. Oh, Clay, Clay Matthews. Matthews. Clay Matthews. Yes, dude. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, one thing that I would say, like, like his film is, is legit. Right. This dude is going to play at the next level. Right. What what college he goes to is going to be determined on what he does this year. I want his motor to speed up. I want his sense of urgency uh, to speed up. So, Sean, I know you're out there listening. Use that. Uh, leading in the, in these couple of weeks in these couple of months leading up to the season work on that intensifying uh your 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 emphasis off of the line uh pursuing the ball because he does get the job done 
but I want to see that high motor. I want to see that nonstop, that energizer bunny keeps going until he don't stop. I want to see that from uh, Sean Street this year. He is going to be one of our top defenders uh, in this year. Mark my words. For sure, man. So we'll get into him uh, probably in the next episode. Probably two When are we going to start now. breaking down all these players? Yeah, so next week is when we'll start. Okay. We'll start breaking down. We're going to go top five returning players? Top five returning players, top defenders, top wide receivers, top running backs, top quarterbacks, top teams in the district. District. Uh, all of them. Ooh. All of them. We're going to break down all the districts, who we think is going to finish out on top. And then um, we'll give our prediction. By that time, we'll give our prediction for week one. Hey, we still got to go to Ruth Chris, man. We got to get that done. Yeah, I mean, who won that thing? What? What do you mean, who won that thing? Doug, there's only one champion. Ah, you want it? Boy! You want it? Flow. Okay. That's what happens when you know you Yo shit you know Hey what maybe we could do it while Ortiz in town man Let's go do that thing I'm hungry I can do it so down. Let me get me a steak with the blue cheese crumbles Ooh. Big rule before we go man um, Again Just like Ed mentioned Just like I mentioned dog We're so proud of you No doubt um, um, We are rooting for you um, if you need anything, you know we're here. You are a younger brother to us, man. But before we go, man, we wanted to go ahead and get into a little game that we call In the Zone, man. So we're oh, gonna, you know what I'm you coming with that new shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, so it's just a few questions, man. You've got about five seconds to answer. I just, just put it out there. Okay. Oh, you want me to answer too, or is this just RT? Nah, just RT, man. At least give me a heads up. Nah, you ain't got nothing about that. All right, here man. we go. All right, so let me in the zone. In the zone, man. So let me let me throw some. You want me to get a timer? You, you got a timer or what? Nah, we're good. We're good. Big group. It's five, four, five questions, man. I'm just I'm just gonna throw it at you. You just tell me your answer. You ready? No whammies. No ready. whammies. All right, here we go. All right. Question number one: Favorite restaurant in El Paso? Pelicans. Ooh, I was surprised by that. Okay. Favorite side of town. I know you've coached on the Lower Valley, the West Side. All these areas, favorite side of town. Lower Valley. Ooh. Ooh I, I thought like you were going to say the NE for a second. Well, I didn't coach in the NE. No, but just overall. So. Oh, overall, yeah. You know, home is the Northeast. Okay. okay. All day. All, right. All day. I know. I Hey, I was, just, uh, I was just on your social media the other day. You scooped up some new kicks. Give me your favorite kicks, man. Ooh. Any Air Max. Any Ooh, Air Max. Okay. I'm rocking okay. All right. Okay. Ed, you got any questions for RT? Yeah. What, what, what um, you got? No. All right. Well, then I'll go with it. Favorite quarterback of all time. Hmm. Not not necessarily professional, just hmm. your, your uh, favorite quarterback. <laughs> the six-star Ed Stansberry. Ooh. <laughs> Last question. Who's your favorite running back, man? Oh, J-Flo. Okay, day. baby. I'm about to say. I also want to give RC some love, man. Texas High School Football uh, Hispanic Association is going to feature our boy RT yes. um, in the coming weeks. And, uh, you know, this was a vote that was going on across the state of Texas, man. And uh, there was like three or four other coaches and RT uh, won that vote. So uh, like he do, like we do. Pimp Squad? What? <laughs> Congratulations to you, dog. Yeah, no, dog. Uh, hey, it. hey, yeah. bro. Uh, we we are proud of you, man, and uh, we are we are always with you. Whatever you need, man. I'm gonna try to make it out there to Marlin, dog, because I got some people in Waco. You know, hey, let's go, man. Uh, you know, you got a home, Jim and Joanne that do the remodeling. Your ass. That's your ass. Let's they go, got the man. silos, dog. Hey, those my people, dog. My people. <laughs> Well, you know, we're hoping that you can uh, come watch us in AT&T. Uh, ooh, gee, I'll be there. That mindset already different, dog. Dang, it's different. It's different. It's different. Let's go. I'm Let's digging go. it. Talking about first or second round, he's talking about AT&T. Let's be there. Big Root, thanks so much, man. Ah. Thanks so much for stopping by, man. We love you. Good luck to you. East Ends. 
Episode hey, two, baby. Man. Episode two is in the books. Jay, we are all back on our feet and we are rolling. This Samoan is flowing and we're going to do the damn thing. We got so much to look forward to in the next coming episodes. The top players, the top teams here in the Sun City in the 915. Let's get it going. Don't keep us a secret, El Paso. Tell everybody about the Coldest Zone, about season two. Like, subscribe, and share everything Coldest Zone. Let's get it done, Jay. Boy, let's go. I'm just your average hood nigga with dreams of getting rich. My career big like a football field. You might fuck around and think I signed a football deal. But you know, I take 15 minutes to drop a track. Yeah, I take half a minute to load my gas. But you know, I make them bounce all across the globe. I'm a pimp, I got your hoe taking off the clothes. A franchise like a Houston Rockets. Every eight months is when I usually drop it. I got the streets on lock. I like my beat. We're not, you know my heat stay cocked Now who they want Just to open it. 